Blog Talk Radio. and united 
in the things of God, one Lord, one flesh, one baptism, under the word of God, that they were all together. They were all unified. They were all praising God. You know, we hear a lot that where two or three are gathered, that the Lord is in the midst. God is in the midst of us when we come together in unity, and we want to praise him, to reverence him, and to glorify him. As we be on that one accord, like on the day of Pentecost, that the Holy Spirit overshadowed them and he poured out his spirit. When you have the spirit, when you have that Holy Spirit hovering over you, you are engulfed, you are saturated, you are drenched, you are covered by the Holy Spirit. And we thank God for that because when the Holy Spirit comes, it's peace that surpasses all understanding. There is a calm, there is a peace, and that you have turned it over to God and you have laid it at the foot of the cross. So this is when we overshadow, we could all glorify him. This is also our disclaimer, the music that you hear belongs to the artist, and we want to give them credit. All rights are theirs. We are here to promote those sounds and those CDs and encourage you to go get those music of worship so that you can enjoy worshiping God and you can enjoy the fellowship. And, you know, let's start right off. We looked at Psalms 23, The Lord is my shepherd. And we have to know above all things that the Lord, our God, our creator of heaven and earth, that sit high and look low, the great I am, the Alpha and Omega, that he created everything in the beginning of time. Everything that is and will ever be is orchestrated by the Lord. He has all power to move according to his will and the purpose for our lives. So we have to believe that Jesus' death on the cross, his burial and resurrection, he sits on the right hand of the Father and he makes petition for us. He prays for us. He intercedes for us. He reminds God that his blood was spilled on Calvary for us. Over 2,000 years later, we are seeing the glory of God in the land of the living, that we have a chance to breathe his air. We have a chance to just enjoy being in the land of the living. So many have gone on from covid from diseases around this world, but we know that God is still able, God is in charge, and that God has all of us in the palm of his hand, that we don't have to worry, that he says that he goes to prepare a place for us, and that will be our eternal home. God bless you again. As you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast, remember now, Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock, can hear us on the same radio station. If you would like a call-in number, you could call 319-527-6036. Again, that's 319-527-6036. If you would like to write us or send us a card or say that you have heard our radio broadcast Monday through Friday from 7 to 8, that's Eastern Standard Time, USA Time. That's 319-527-6036. You can write us at P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, that's the Five Fold Ministries, P.O. Box 9786, Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, you can hear us on this radio station as well from 8.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock on Sundays. We are on the radio six days a week because we know that the Lord is our shepherd. And let us look at this a song of David. When we know that he is our caretaker, when we know that he is our covering, that he is our provider, 
that he is the one that wakes us up in the land of the living, that he provides for us. We don't have to worry or want for anything because he supplies those needs. He can give you that calm in the midst of the storm. He can raise you up when you feel defeated, that he can bring victory to those situations that seem that's in a deadlocked position. You have to not want anything but depend on God's ability, his, his infinite wisdom, all power, that he has it in his hand, that we can be calm, that we can abase ourselves, that as we go through this road of life, that we know that when he said, peace be still to the angry seas, he can say, peace be still to our life. He can restore whatever that has been torn down. And he says that he will give us rest when we are heavy laden. Sometimes our minds are heavy laden. Our minds are worried about the different things of the day. It could be your job. It could be your health. It could be your children. It could be situations. But you have to have a calm in your soul and in your spirit. There are so many times that we go through things, but when we be still, when we be quiet, when we give it to God and put it at the altar, that we know that he will take care of us and lead us to that victory. You have to believe that very thing, that when look like all hope is lost, especially at the time of sickness, diseases, and even the shadow of death, that we have to remain calm and trust God so that that peace can come over us. We should not have to fear or to worry, to be upset about anything that come up against us, that God will and shall take over us. That, you know, a lot of times people say that they deal with evil. There are people that dwell in drama, people that love evil for evil, people that do an eye for an eye, but yet they call themselves Christians. Some of them believe that they are going to be able to see their maker and beg pardon and that they think they will have a chance for eternal life, God forbid. God don't want anything evil that's against a brother that doesn't show love, forgiveness, and mercy. You can't do things deliberately and then expect God to say, oh, God going to forgive me seven times seven. Yes, for those who did not know it was sin or those who have repented from sin, but when you deliberately continually to do things that's evil against your brethren, because not only do we have to believe in Christ, but we have to treat our neighbors as we want to be treated, treat our neighbors as ourselves. A lot of times that people have their focus in the wrong place. They focus on what they see on TV, what they hear on the radio, or what they see before them, but only through that peace of God, only through the focus of God, that we have to have our minds made up that we are going to serve God, that we are going to live according to his gospel. When we have that made-up mind, don't you know that we can even see better, that we can see in the spiritual realm, as we say with spiritual eyes, that we can see the beauty of the Lord, that we can see the souls that he created, that we can feel the humanity and brotherhood, that we are at peace with one another. You know, God has prepared uh, a haven for us, that through that Holy Spirit, that he will comfort us, that he will teach us, that he will provide for us, and that he will make a way for us. You know, a lot of times people look at you and wonder, how do they go through that storm? Or what happened to make them think that they had the victory? You know why? Because our confidence is in God, that we know that he has prepared a table before us in front of our enemies. He sits us high because we know that God has all power. He has the final say. 
that we are anointed our head with oil. I was talking to my godfather the other day, and he said, do you have any oil, blessing oil, that you could, um, you know, just anoint and to pray? And I said, no. He said, well, good. Then remember that you are the oil, that when God has anointed your head with oil, when he has covered you with salvation, when he has endowed you with power, when he has covered you with the Holy Spirit, that the oil of God is dwelling on the inside of you, that his Holy Spirit is now inside of you that's running over, that has overshadowed you, that will guide you, that will have you to see things more clearly, that will have you to see what's necessary with the eyes of Christ in love and in fellowship, and that we know that God, that his mercy and his goodness, that it's all about God, that when we look to him and follow him all the days of our lives, that we know that we will have eternal life and we will dwell with him forever. You know, this song of David was about to uh, comfort him and to reassure him and to endow him with power and with faith. A lot of times it says, physician, heal yourself, which means that you have to encourage yourself and give it to God and leave it there. But only through when you just say, I'm going to turn this over to God and I'm going to believe that God can do anything but fail, Will we have that type of confidence to know that our God is able, then we are walking in the faith or that faith walk that pleases God. Beloved, I want to encourage you today that each and every day of your life should be a Sabbath, should be a day that you wake up and praise God, should be a day that you recognize that you are in the land of the living as his sheep, and that the oil of God, that Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, and you have the power, the power to call things as not as though they are, Hebrews 11, 1, that you can just look to the hills. You can make declarations with your mouth, decree and declare that you have the blessings, that you have the favor, and you have your faith in God that all things, Not some things, but all things are possible. Yes, you have to confess it with your mouth. When you walk in that belief system, when you treat others the way you want to be treated, when you exalt, edify, and encourage each other in the body of Christ, then you can call yourself a Christian, that you believe in Christianity, the death, burial, and resurrection, that Jesus is the Son of God, and that you are filled and you have asked God to come into your heart, that stony heart, that wax heart, that unforgiving heart, that uh, malice heart, that contradictory heart, that God can come in and renew your spirit and give you a clean heart with clean hands, that you can stand before your maker and say, God, here am I, use me. We don't have time for jealousy. We don't have time to focus on the negativity. We don't have time to worry about our brother or to be obsessed with our brother's things, belongings, house, car, jobs, advantages, anointing. All of that is foolishness unto God that he gives us all a portion. And when we, as they say, keep oil in our lamp, when we keep the faith, we can get a double portion of blessing from God, that we don't have to be in competition, that we don't have to be the judge and jury of God's souls that he has given breath to, God forbid. I want to encourage you that as you walk, walk right with the whole armor of God. Put on that breastplate. Put the shield of faith. Put on the helmet of righteousness in your soul, in your mind, in your heart, that, yes, I am a believer, yes, I am a Christian, yes, that I believe that my God can do anything but fail. You know why? 
because my God is precious to me, that my God is my Lord and my God is my Savior. One thing I loved about Jeff Major's music, because truly his music is such that you can identify with what he's saying and that you can really feel the worship and the praise of the harp. So this is a salute also to Jeff Majors, one of my, uh, as I say, heroes that I love in the music of praise and worship. And let us go in with another sermonic hymn. Again, you're listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I am your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. We want to encourage you to walk upright in the body of Christ and to listen to us Monday through Fridays as well as on the weekends and Friday night when we have our concert. God bless you as we praise God and worship him and examine the word. Let us go in unified according to Ephesians 4. Let us stand together in power and might. You know why? Because God is our shepherd and he is our Lord. Amen. Take my hand, take my hand. 
writer says, Precious Lord, take my hand and lead me on. You know, I once heard a bishop one time say that this is why he loved worshiping God. He said because that God is uh, the puppeteer. He is the puppet that God can direct him and pull him any way that he so desire. That is so, so nice that when you can just turn it over to God and say, God, you lead my hand, that you direct me and that you guide me. There are so many times that we make a mistake <laughs> because we try to figure things out on our own. But when we give it to God and say, God, that I just give this to you, that I just want to praise you, I want to worship you, and I want you to guide me and lead me on so that I will not fall. Yes, we love the Lord, and we want to embrace everything pertains to our Lord because we know that he is able and that God is with us and that God is here. God bless you again. You listen to the Fivefold Ministry uh, broadcast. I would like you to, at this time, if you could, take out your Bibles. We have already examined Psalm 23, and we want to just, uh, a little bit more go into the word, the songs of David, because truly it's the, all about the worship. When you can give God the worship and the praise, when you can turn it over to him, when you can look to those hills swift come of your help, and you know that your God can do anything but fail, then you're on the right track, that yet you know that God is and will ever be your light. One of my favorite songs as um, as I was growing up, especially when I got saved, that I took it as my own personal song, and I stood on that, and I would repeat that uh, to myself and to encourage myself. You know, beloved, there comes a time in your life that you have to give yourself a hug, that you have to um, promote your own self to encourage yourself. And that you cannot give up, especially in the land of the living, that God will direct your path. He will show you. If you trust him and you pray on it, you have peace about it, go to sleep. Just say, God, I leave this at the foot of the cross. And you will be surprised that you will have that direction that you need, that he will make that light appear in the darkness of your decisions so that you know that only through his salvation, only through accepting Christ's death, burial, and resurrection can you have this particular power of God. God wants us to know that he is the creator. He made heaven and earth. He was the one that walked in the cool of the day and breathed breath into our nostrils that we became a living being. We didn't do it ourselves. We didn't wake ourselves up. It is the might, the favor, the will of God that all of us should live and not perish. But you have those that try sometimes to disrupt the things of God in your life, and you have to cut it off and say, it is finished. It is finished that I'm going to deal with foolishness. It is finished that I'm going to deal with ill. It is finished I'm going to deal with negativity. It is finished. I'm going to deal with folks that have no respect, not only for themselves, but for you. They say and do anything that come out of their mouth. They do evil for evil. And that they constantly want to repent before God because they do deliberate sin. They are, and what's very sad are those that have backslidden and don't know that this has come about because they have allowed the darkness, the adversary, the enemy, the Lucifer, the Satan, the demonic forces of spiritual wickedness, seen and unseen, to come into their lives and have taken over their mind, taken over their soul and their spirit. It's very sad that some people, when they look at those things, don't even know that they have allowed the doubt, they have allowed the negativity and the lack of love in their life 
that they open up things that cause them to go against the grain of God, to hurt their own self. They self-destruct, hurt their own life, as we say, self-suicide. Because when you allow that evil to come into your heart or to your mind or to your spirit, that you have opened up wickedness for yourself and that you condemn those that want to be saved, those that want to follow the light, those that believe that God is that precious Lord. You know, when I looked at Psalms 27, that God reminded me that if I put my trust in him and that I believe that God can do anything but fail, I don't have to fear that God is that strength, that he is that power, that he is that might, that he carries me. I don't have to carry myself, that I turn it over to God. I said, God, I leave it at the foot of the cross. God, I will trust you. You have to get to a point in yourself that you rebuke, you bind, you bind up, and you arrest those things that are evil against you, against your family, against your job and your health, and say, I rebuke you. I bind you up, Satan, in the name of Jesus, on the blood of Calvary. I decree and declare it is finished that God said that he is my life. He is the strength of my life, and I don't have to be afraid. You can stand on the scriptures and stand on that word of God. You know, when those attacks come at you and people are saying all things are evil against you, those that you thought was your friends, you found out that they're now uh, foes or they are against you, that they too will reap what they sow. They believe it or not, that those same folks that dig holes for you will fall in those same very holes. God is the one that says vengeance is mine. God is the one that said that he will fight your battle. Yes, it looked like tragedy. Yes, it's suffering. Yes, it is pain. We're going to go through the things that Christ went through. But in the end, it will be victorious. It will be for our favor. And you will be surprised. I hear people say sometimes, you know, that was a blessing in disguise. Yes. You know, I I never will forget, even with myself as a young lady, as a single lady when I was uh Coming up, I would try to live a certain way, and there were people that were camped or beside or lived next to or around me in my area. And God told me in Psalms 27, verse 3, though an host should encamp against me, my heart should not fear, though war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. In other words, beloved, you can live right next to a demon. You could live right down the street from an enemy. You could be in the same vicinity of those who are against you. But God, believe it or not, will bring you out. That God don't want you to have your heart to be fearful, that we don't have to worry about when they come up against us and want to fight, that, you know, the very hole that, they, like I said earlier, they put for you, they're going to fall in it themselves. You have to be confident that your God will bring you out. You have to be confident that God will fix it, that all it does, it hurt themselves and set up themselves. You know why? Because when you are Christian, and I will make it very plain, your desire is for the Lord. Your desire is to live according to his gospel, that you want to seek after the favor of God. You want to seek after the word of God, you want to live and dwell in the uh, spirit of unity of God so that God not only can extend your life, but God can hear your prayers and God can show you his beauty and that we have a chance that when we call upon God, when we tug at the hem of his garment, when we ask for that favor and when we ask for that miracle, and when we ask for that sign and wonder, we know and have the confidence that God will do that very thing that we desire. You know why? Because when you are a child of faith, when you are a child of God, when you seek after the things of God, especially in the land of the living, 
and that you can see the beauty of the Lord. And what I mean by that is that when you can just see his magnificence, when you can feel the breeze go through the trees and you can see the beauty in the butterflies or even the bees, just the tiniest creatures that he has made, and you be able to breathe fresh air. Couldn't you see how precious that commodity was, just air, something that we can't buy, something that uh, we need just to live that without a mask on, that we were able to breathe air. Think about all the germs and all the millions and millions of people breathing the same air. But God has blessed us so that the germs that was in that air before COVID, that he wanted, we, we took it for granted that I could just be around those who have pneumonias and flus or coughing and that my body immune system was strong enough that I didn't get sick or I can walk around and breathe the same air as you, and you could be uh, dealing with pneumonia, and I could breathe the same air out on the beach, in a restaurant, riding in a car, on a bus, on a plane, and that we're all breathing that same air, and I didn't get sick. That was a blessing. Can you believe the air was so precious that when that COVID came and there were so many who got sick from COVID, we had to wear those masks. We had to have six uh, feet distances away from our brothers. We had to isolate ourselves and stay in our home and leave our job and really couldn't go to the marketplace that we were shut in for almost two years, could not breathe the air that God has given us freely. That air was more precious than diamonds. It was more precious than gold. It was more precious than any metal or thing out here that we were able to enjoy the air, no matter how much a plane. I heard one of the rappers brought a plane for $200 million to fly in the air around God's heaven. But when that COVID hit and those pilots couldn't drive and all those uh, different germs that they had to park their vehicle, that air was such a special thing. So I want to say to you, beloved, that you got to know that God, beauty of just his air, the water that he has that for us to drink, even be able to wake up and be able to have a roof over your head or clothes on your back, that is a blessing, regardless whether you live with family, foster family, where you live with relatives, to be able to be sheltered from the rain, be able to be sheltered from the storm be able to be sheltered from the cold weather or the hot weather as we're getting it in the East Coast, that we are so fortunate and so blessed that he has provided for us. So you have to seek after the things of God, not of flesh. Yes, there are times that you may want that hug or you may get lonely. You may want companionship of a friend. But your priority is treat him as a brother and with love but you have to focus on the Word of God, that you have to focus on and have your desire and seek after the things of God so that you can have victory, and not only in uh, this earth, but have eternal life. That God says that even when we go through, when it feels like all hope is lost, that even that God will fix it. I There was a time that... I never will forget the very ones that sought after my soul, wanted my demise, wanted my hurt, was right in the same area where I lived. They was right in the same vicinity. But God fixed it, that he hid me in his prevalence, that his pavilion was right in the middle where I lived, was right there, and that he hid me from all dangers from all destructions, that I could go and come as I please, that I could call upon my Lord, and that the angels of God were set in place, that he set me upon a rock. Yes, he will, beloved. Your God, according to Psalms 27, and looking at verse 5, examining verse 6, and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me. Don't you know, God will show you who your enemies are. When you take your time and you examine a thing 
and God said, try the spirit with the spirit. When you talk Christianity and someone curse you, when you talk about the word of God and someone, uh, you know, neglect you or pull away from you, when you talk about the goodness of the Lord, that God will show you who those persons are. God said, try the spirit with the spirit. There are so many people who have covers on, blinders on, that they cannot see what's beside them. They can see the person that they're talking to. But when you take time, God will reveal that very thing. That's one thing a man can't do. It says in the Word of God, you know a man can't control his tongue, that he will run his mouth, and eventually he will tell on himself if he's rude, if he's mean, if he's spiteful, if he's evil. It's going to come out in his character. He's going to say something negative about people, or negative at the restaurant, or he's going to find fault in the food, or he's going to see something about you, or something to tear you down. It's very sad when you deal with people who are negative and evil and that they undermine and hurt themselves. God showed me one time that I listened to this person, and everything they said about their mouth was some negative about someone else. You know why? Because they had low self-esteem. They felt uh, less than perfect themselves. Some of them had hang-ups that they felt that they wasn't attractive themselves. So they had to tear down someone else, their skin, their color, their hair, their shape, all because they were an ugly human being themselves. Ugly, what I mean is that they knew that they had some shortcomings. They knew that they wasn't the best-looking thing, but to make themselves feel better, and I learned a new word, they became narcissists or those who find pleasure in feeling good about themselves by making you feel bad. God forbid. We have so many people that's dealing with flesh, so many people that's concerned about other people's business rather than six months to mind their own business and six months to leave others alone, that their focus is on you. You know, when you have people that's worried about when you come in and out your house or drive your car, when you go on trips or spend nights out, those are some people that do not have God in their lives. They are focusing on the wrong thing, and they don't have a life. You know, I I rode around on a holiday, and it was so beautiful. I saw a lot of older people out with their uh, cars, and there were those who had convertible cars, and they had the top down. You saw a lot of them that was taking walks in the park. They were um, enjoying cookouts. They had fireworks. They were visiting friends. They was at the beaches. They were out the country. They were exploring and enjoying new places. They were living the life to enjoy being in the land of the living. They were not worried about the evilness or enemies. They were making sacrifices of joy and thanking God all the way. It was so nice seeing couples hold their hands and families gathered together and just being able to see people just shining up the, the cars that God has given them and be able to just go to a beach with family and friends. I want to encourage you today, as you listen to the five-fold ministry broadcast, that you give sacrifices of joy, that you give praises to God. And when you do that and stand on the word of God, he will hear your prayers, he will hear your cry, he will hear your voice, and he will and shall answer you. When you get to a place of just worshiping God, that peace will surpass all understanding. I'm telling you, beloved, it's nothing like listening to the praises of Zion. This is why I tell you, the artists that God has put out here to make beautiful sounds and instruments, even during our holiday, we decide to do a switch and that we uh, just play instrumental music rather than a lot of voices and, and uh, choirs and everything. We had just music. And it was such a refreshing. It was such uh, just that you can just relax and embrace yourself, that you could just worship God. You know, it's so nice, and I'll say again, when you give God the praises, 
God will not only hear you, he have mercy on you, but he will answer you. When you seek his face and when you say, God, I love you, and I turn it all over to you, it's nothing like worshiping and praising God. So I just want to encourage you again, as I said before, that the best thing that I've learned in my life on this journey of salvation is to worship and praise God because in doing that, I have had the opportunity to know that it's all about him and that I can't make it. We cannot make it, beloved, without God. So I want to encourage you to again each and every day Say something positive, say something with meaning, say something that will glorify the kingdom, and enjoy living life in peace and love and forgiveness. Amen. Let us listen to Smokey Norfolk at this time. God bless you as you listen to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Get out those Bibles. We're looking at Psalms 27 today. Amen. Amen.
why it's so very, very important that when you give those type of phrases, that you have a special, a special place that you can go, as we say in the inner courts and behind the veil, that you can go into that place of peace of worship. And I guarantee you that God will show up and show out. Yes, he will, but you just have to believe it and so that you can receive it. Let us get back again as we're going into looking at Psalms 23 and 27. We just want to uh, bring a little bit of hope into the Lord is. The Lord is everything in our life. And I want to tell you that when you worship or have your Sabbath, which should be each and every day, that you go to the church or house of worship in unity and support with your tithes, with your offering, that listen to the word of God and to get to know your pastor and those that you fellowship with. It's a refreshing that God wants us to gather together because we're stronger and, and as believers and that it says where two or three are gathered, he's in the midst. Don't you know, it is so nice. Excuse me, even it says, when brothers can dwell together in unity. I'll say it again. It is so nice when brothers can dwell together or come together in unity, when we can all offer in his tabernacle or in that place of worship sacrifices of joy. Yes, we have cried. Our body has ached. We have went through various things in our lives, but I come to praise God. I come to say hallelujah. I come to lift him up. I come to sing the praises unto Zion because I love the Lord. You know why? Because we know that when we cry, when we make our petition to God, that he will have mercy on us. Believe it or not, he hears all of us trying. You know, when I was going through as a young woman, I was seeking after salvation. I asked God to do a particular thing. Nobody knew about it but me and the Lord. God not only showed up and showed out, but he did that particular thing, plus that he made it all possible. Something as simple as God helped me to get a job. That within that that span of just praying, before you could even get to prayer, get up off your knees, something you feel a turnaround in your spirit, that before that week is out, that that door opened. That's the kind of God that we serve. There is nothing too hard for him when we seek after his face, when we say that we love the Lord and the Lord is our focus. I would encourage everybody, as you go through life, even with family and friends, put God first. Put him in your heart first, your soul, your mind, and your spirit, and ask God that he does not remember the things that you have done deliberately you have repent. You're a new creature. You're not going back to those old ways that God would not leave you. He would not forsake you, that he is your salvation, that you will depend on him, and that you know above everything that your God loves you and that your God cannot fail. You know why? Because God is here. God is right here, even while we're on the air today, and I'm talking to you, the Spirit of the Lord. I decree and declare through all the radio wires, all the countries and nations that's listening to us, that the power, the spirit, and the grace of God will be released by God, angels, Michael, and Gabriel, through heaven above and heaven below, that the wind of peace that surpasses all understanding, that we decree and declare that God's grace is sufficient for thee and that his power shall overshadow you in salvation. Amen, amen. We believe it. You know, so many people uh, say that when we say things over the air, but I'll say this to you, that our call numbers are increasing and that we have uh, seen more countries and also we give up.
that we just want to know more about him, that we are amazed by him, and that we get a chance to know him better, and that through his grace and mercy that we have the help that we need because the anointing is on our life and the favor of God is on our life, and that nobody knows us better than God himself because we are his and to know that your God is able, that when you look at the scripture. Yes, I was messing around with the phone here and I messed it up. <laughs> well, God bless you again. You've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Uh, we was playing a special uh, broadcast that we did yesterday about the favor, the peace, and grace of God. It was based on Songs 23 and Songs 27. We want to encourage you, as always, to give God the praise and the glory and to live according to the gospel because truly the Lord loves you and that he favors you. God bless you again. You can listen to us Monday through Fridays from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock. I promise you I won't be uh, playing on the phone and making it more difficult than what it is. I was all, I was calling myself trying to be an engineer. I know that's not my forte. But anyway, thank you for tuning in to us. We have great speakers through the week as well as our concert on Friday and on Sunday mornings from 8.30 to 10.00. We thank you again, as I said earlier, the call numbers are rising. We hope that you enjoy our interpretation, what was revealed to us about Psalms 23 and 27, that you don't have to worry that your God could do anything but fail. God bless you again. Let us close out with Jeff Major's Jeff Major Psalms 23. And God bless you as you listen to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Amen.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.